Hello there. I'm Colleen. I'm Anders. And I'm Daniel. We're three nerds that met through our love of science fiction and fantasy storytelling. Of course, one of our favorites is George Lucas's signature achievement, Star Wars. And if there's one thing the internet definitely doesn't have enough of, it's nerds talking about Star Wars. So here we are with yet another Star Wars podcast, where each week we discuss one of the films in the current Star Wars canon. From the sands of Tatooine to the levels of Coruscant, we cover it all. Yet another Star Wars podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and is part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Elise. Host of Crackle and Open with Mike and Elise. A podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every Friday, we choose a new craft beer from a different brewery and talk about... The history of the beer. What's in it. How it was made. The history of the brewery. Along with tasting notes and more fun facts. After that, come chill with us as we bring you the latest in pop culture news and reviews. So check out Kraken When Open, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Welcome to Two Player Bros. I'm Mike. With me, as always, is Dave. As always? As most, some of the time. I feel like you've kicked me to the curb the past two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't kick you to the curb the past two episodes. Yeah. With one episode where you were tired and you're like, all right. No, no, we did a, no. We did an episode the week before last. No. We didn't? I don't think so. I think I think the past we two weeks. I think we. I did an episode, we did an episode, then I did an episode... Because I came back late from St. Patrick's Day stuff last week. Uh, I think the week before, I think we, I think you were part of that. I don't know. I think you were like, hey, I don't need you tonight. I'm going to just do a post game. <laughs> I'm going to just do a post game. One second, let me see here. Let me see here. That's right. I saved all this drama until, drama? The, mic start, until the mic started rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? Got to be honest. Not great with this podcast feed. <laughs> oh my god, I, I might have unfollowed us out of spite. What? <laughs> Unsubscribed. No. There it is. Let's see. Huh. Guess your story checks out. <laughs> March 11th. I feel like it's been a while. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Whatever. Well, how you been doing? <laughs> I haven't played anything. <laughs> uh, I have also not played much since uh, Surviving Mars and it glitched out on me and then I stopped playing that and I haven't played anything since. I listened to like three minutes of that podcast and said, he kicked me to the curb for this. And I turned it <laughs> Kicked you to the curb because I came home late. I didn't want you to wait up for me. Yeah, we have we have work to do, Mike. You can't be out drinking. Okay. Let's say Patrick's thing. You're and hard, you kicked me to the curb a couple weeks ago. Hardly even that. Irish. <laughs> you're look you're looking at a guy 75% over here. You know what I did? Sat here whimpering, waiting for you to come home. I apologies. That's whatever. That's I didn't care. <laughs> So we're here now. We're going to talk about some stuff. I was going to open up with what you're playing, but you're not playing anything. I'm not playing anything. So 
The first thing I wanted to talk about is, I don't know if you heard about March 31st being the day Mario died. The mm. internet stubbed it. No, no. So I guess March 31st, Nintendo's pulling back a lot of their Mario birthday stuff, a lot of the anniversary stuff. So Oh, Mario 35 and uh, All-Star? Mario 35 won't work. All-Star is just going to be taken off, and uh, the Game & Watch Super Mario is going to be pulled from sale as well. I don't know what that last one is. That's but, uh, the uh, handheld that you can buy in like Target and stuff like that. Oh, I had no idea. But you know, they had said that when they announced Mario 35 and 3D All-Star would only be available until a certain date, which I guess is March, March 31st. 31st. Yeah. Which I don't think anybody kind of realized the like how serious they were about it, but Nintendo's still full on. Nope. If you don't buy the stuff now, it's going to go away forever. Uh, in terms of Mario 35, you're just not going to be able to play it anymore at all. It's going to be taken down from the store or playable. Wait, what? Yeah, you just can't play that uh, the Battle Royale Mario Oh, game. the Battle Royale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All-Stars, you could, once you buy All-Stars, you can still play it. You just won't be able to play the Battle Royale Mario game. And what, is All-Stars available in disc form or was it just a download? I believe it's both. I'm pretty sure it's both. Oh, well, that's, that's something I should have stocked up on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I don't know, like, I, I can tell you, I think that's, I don't get it. I don't think it's a very good plan in general. I, I Like, like I get that it's to celebrate Mario's birthday, but I mean, taking it away for sale, like, okay, physical sale, maybe you don't want to make a ton of copies, but taking away from digital sale forever as well, just seems kind of silly to me. Are we talking about Mario 35 or All-Star? We are talking about all of it at once, but you can have opinions on either or, I guess. I do have, well, I definitely have differing <laughs> opinions said, yeah. depending on what it is. Like removing Mario 35, the, the battle royale game, like that's lame, but also whatever I get it. Like it's a, it's a battle royale, right? I don't know how many, I'd never played it. I don't know how many players you need to have per match. I think it's 35. Is it 35? Yeah. So you don't want the player base to dwindle on that. It's just some little game like on switch online. So I, I get pulling that. Also, it was kind of like a fun little thing that they threw up there, right? It's not like a a major project for them. Right. It's like, hey, happy birthday, Mario. Play this weird thing based on the first level of Mario Brothers. You know, it'd be interesting if they used something like Mario 35 as like a, a precursor to new Mario games. Like, oh, dude, Mario 35 is back on the store. And then, you know, <laughs> and, then a, and then an announcement is soon to follow almost like a, so like a. I don't know, like a little like the trumpet horn of of Mario. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> so I, I get pulling that, not even for that silly little reason there, but mm -hmm. like I get it. It was like a small little gift for for Nintendo fans to be able to enjoy. 3D All Stars doesn't make any sense. Like the the only reason they should take those games down is because they're ashamed of them <laughs> because they're such because <laughs> they are such bad ports. At least Mario sixty four is. But like, I don't get, I don't get why you'd stop selling that other than to create scarcity. I mean, why not buy, you know, 10 copies now for 600 bucks and sell them for, you know, and sell them for 1200, you know, five <laughs> years from now. If you got, if you got the money, you might as well. You heard it here <laughs> first, guys. Go to Dave's uh, Etsy store. No, I mean, that that's all they're doing. I'm, I'm sure you, if, if that's actually the case, I'm sure you can't even find a copy of it in stores right now. I'm sure it's already drying up on shelves. I, you know, I was in Target a couple of weeks ago and I saw the Mario Game and Watch in the case, and I was like, ah, oh, I should pick that up. That seems kind of stupid and fun. 
And I didn't even think about how much it might be worth like four weeks from now. Yeah, no, I have to imagine it's going to go up. Just think about like how much things like the We Fit event, not We Fit Adventures, what uh, the, the Ring, yeah, Ring Fit or yeah. whatever. Like just because there weren't enough available, Nintendo products are in demand like that. So I don't know. Like I think that's stupid to to pull, especially a game that's again, it's not even a great port. It's not, it's not even. <laughs> it's not even that special. It's like it just sucks that you know, a couple of the greatest games of all time are just not available to play easily, you know? Right. Um, I think it like forces people to go buy emulators and forces people to not buy the products who would have bought your product. Yeah. Like I would have bought Mario all-stars. It's not on the top of my list, but one day being bored on the digital store, I would have had almost a year to buy it. Haven't you? (laughs) I'll be buying it. I'll be buying it now, which maybe that's it is to get everybody off their butts and go, you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know I originally I said I wasn't going to buy it and then I, I caved and bought it. Um, oh, back, did you? Back in like September, I think. Um, but playing Mar- I, the only game I've tried to play on it is Mario 64 and it's just not a good port. Like, is it really not that good? I know it, my brother was complaining because you couldn't do the speed run stuff, but I didn't know if it didn't play well either. It, it doesn't. That's what I mean. Is it doesn't play well. I just don't get why they wouldn't give it any like tender love and care. Like apparently for Galaxy, they really like, you know tweaked it and made it work on the controller but there's a lot of camera issues with mario 64 which i'm guessing have always been there but like going back to play it now it feels dated and it just sucks that you know one of like the premier games of our childhood just feels like crap now like i don't want to i don't want to remember it that way (laughs) (laughs) no i feel you i get that um but i thought it was an interesting move and, and one that i can't remember anybody really attempting before of of especially a game that i can understand pulling physical sales but i can't remember anybody pulling digital sales over like an anniversary or something like that i can people pull digital sales because rights issues and stuff like that like the james bond games and stuff mm-hmm. but i can't remember anybody just pulling the games off of a store because it was a limited time offer um activision pulled tony hawk pro skater 5 i know that one <laughs> But that's because that game was terrible, isn't that what you yes. pulled it? <laughs> no licensing issues. Yeah. They just didn't want people to play it. <laughs> but when, it's cool because they gave us one and two remake. Well, when when they announced one and two remake, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna finally jump into Tony Hawk Five, and I couldn't find <laughs> it. It really just didn't exist. <laughs> awesome. I thought that was an interesting, an interesting thing. The next thing is something that you and I have both, like we said, we haven't played, but we've attempted to try, or we've we've kind of fooled around with. Uh, the new Avengers upgrade and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought we'd maybe like touch on that, maybe give our thoughts on how it feels, how it looks like, our thoughts on some of the game. So I guess I'll start from the beginning. Uh, Sony sucks <laughs> in terms of their upgrade. I don't understand how Xbox can just be, you know, the game's the game. You turn on your Xbox, it's your new Xbox, but all your old stuff's just there. I don't get why Sony has such a problem doing that same thing. Uh, I attempted to try it last night, downloaded the whole new giant version to play the game, even though I already had the PlayStation 4 version, had to download a new version of the game, go into my PlayStation 4 version, and I was told I could just upload my save, but my save wasn't there on the PlayStation 5, even though my game file was straight from the external hard drive. So I actually had to today plug it into my PlayStation 4, update the game again, get my character saved migration over to the PlayStation 5 version, and then it worked. But it's just such a pain in the ass to try to get any of that going. And it was the same for Ghost of Tsushima. I'm sure it'll be the same for Final Fantasy 
uh, seven remake when that comes out. Cause I'm definitely going to play that DLC. It's just, I don't get why it's so difficult. <laughs> I mean, they just have definitely weren't forward thinking with any of that stuff. Um, you know, I, I played the game originally on PlayStation, but I hate the PlayStation controller. I was actually enjoying Avengers. I don't remember my like original, original thoughts in the podcast, but ultimately I was like, you know what? I'm going to play whatever DLC characters come out. I, I feel like there's room for improvement in this game. I'm going to stick with it. And I got all my characters to level 50, except for Black Widow, who's mainly like shooting. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. It felt so bad on PlayStation. Then it was on sale on Xbox. So I picked it up there um, and I've played it like a little bit here or there, but I nowhere near as much as I played on PlayStation. But for me, it was a seamless transition. It's just, I downloaded an update and suddenly there's a little X slash S next to the game. and everything's there so it just sucks that playstation can get that right but yeah it's just i don't get how i mean granted i have both systems i can't say that i'm not a fan of sony i get that their first party games are amazing and the playstation 5 controller is an improvement on playstation 4 and has all these cool features granted i do prefer holding an xbox controller still but sony just their operating system and their ui it just all sucks so hard and i don't get how they can't learn any lessons from the xbox architecture and bring it over when it, it's just clearly more user-friendly. Um, but especially the save transfers over. And then I was curious while I was waiting for my PlayStation 5 Avengers to download, and I went through my whole list of games, and there are so many games that I can't even play on my PlayStation 5 that literally tell me on my hard drive can only be played on PlayStation 4 still. Like what? A bunch of digital games. Um, off the top of my head, I can't tell you. None of them are big AAA games. But there are a couple of mid-tier games that I was really surprised. Like, I can only go back and play on my PlayStation 4. Do you have, like, an example? Off the top of my head, I can't. Like that fucking Godzilla arcade game that you have? No, Godzilla you can play on PlayStation (laughs) 5. I think it's stuff like The Witness, uh, which is a pretty big, you know, mid-tier puzzle game. Um, A couple of of smaller things. I'd call that a very indie game. I want to call that like mid-tier. I guess we're probably just talking about mid-tier differently. Maybe, yeah. Like the the indie games, the the higher tier indie games. You mean like less popular popular games? (laughs) Yes. Uh, But even then, there are a couple of PlayStation 4 uh, PS Plus games that I definitely have that I can't play on PS5. Hmm. I want to say, not Heavy Rain, Until Dawn, maybe, I can't play on PlayStation 5. There's definitely at least one or two bigger games as well that I was just like, if it was on Xbox, I could play it. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. I know these guys have spies in each other's offices. I don't get Sony going, that's not a big deal. Especially when you have no big games to pump. I think having that backwards compatibility is a really big deal. Okay. Okay. Anyway, you're here to talk about Avengers, buddy. Let's get back on track. <laughs> the one thing that did strike me though, because I had to go back on my PlayStation 4 to boot up the game and everything, is the stark difference in both um, frame rate and just graphic quality right off the bat booting up the game and on the menu screen to the PlayStation 5 version. It looked like I was playing a blurry version of Avengers when I was between the two of them. You're talking about the frame rate of the loading screen? Yeah. Just the, because you know how the wall moves in the background when the um, all the credits appear? There's like the hexagons. Sure, sure. I noticed a whole bunch of jaggies and glitches because I had just booted it up on PS5 before, and it's something I never noticed on PlayStation 4. And then they boot it up, and all my characters are sitting there just looking around, and it just looks like I need glasses. It just <laughs> looked like I had olive oil over my eyes or something like Vaseline. It looked really blurry. Hmm. And I was like, 
I don't know if it's purposely looks crappier to make you want to get the PS5 version or the PlayStation 5 version is just that much more clear. But it was a stark difference I noticed right away. A stark difference? Oh! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be here all day, folks. <laughs> I don't know if you had the same kind of experience. Obviously, you didn't have to go back and forth, but... I didn't. Um, you know, I, I haven't... I hadn't played the Xbox one version in a couple of weeks. So playing the Xbox series X <laughs> still takes me a second. <laughs> um, playing the series X version. I, I only played maybe two or three missions with Hawkeye one or two with Kate Bishop. Um, I, I noticed the loading was faster and the game did seem like it was running smoother, but like, to me, it wasn't a night and day thing. And I bet you if I went back and played the Xbox One version, I would be like, holy shit, what, what am I talking about? I'm talking <laughs> out of my ass here. Um, but you know how my memory is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, for, I forget. It feels like what I think it felt like. <laughs> um, but I definitely noticed the loading was way faster. Like, yeah. night and, like beyond night and day, you know? Um but the game itself, I didn't really notice anything. I mean, I guess it, it definitely ran smoother, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. In terms of the actual game, the loading is awesome, but in terms of the actual game, I noticed I, it was clearer, obviously, but I couldn't tell you like, Oh, that ray tracing or, Oh, it's so much. It's definitely clearer. You and that and fucking ray tracing. <laughs> it's clearer and smoother, but I can't tell you, Oh, it's this much better. Or they've added all this stuff. Like, when you play my uh, Spider-Man remastered on PlayStation five from the original, it's that's a night and day difference in terms of, wow, this looks upgraded. Avengers just looks like I put glasses on <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, but I do like the haptics on the PlayStation five. I can see them getting annoying for some people because they really do kind of shake the controller at all points, even when you walk and stuff like that. But I liked, uh, I played as captain American Emission, and when I held down my shield, the more I held it down, the more the kind of trigger was fighting against me, like I was building up pressure huh. and stuff like that. So I thought the haptic feedback and what they've added to that is really cool into the game. Yeah, I still, I still haven't tried the haptic feedback. I haven't used your uh, your controller yet. Yeah, you got to come down and play Astro's Playroom at some point. That really does show the whole thing off. It's really cool. Hmm. But I'm glad that the game has more content as well. I mean, that's all it needs is, and I'm some. glad they. <laughs> I'm glad they have the roadmap now. I don't know if you read the roadmap. I, I did. Do you um, think it's not enough? I I just don't have faith in them to to even meet their roadmap, to be honest, <laughs> after what we've seen so far. And ultimately, no, probably not. Um well we'll see. Um we'll we'll see what we get. I mean, I, they didn't really talk about you know, the Black Panther expansion beyond like a couple lines of text under the name of it on the roadmap. Yeah, I guess we're getting um, two new villains and a new biome. Yeah, so we'll see what that actually means when we play the game. Play yeah, it. I, I I still think the content seems like like I haven't been super invested in it recently, so I don't know. But from what I read and from what I see, like in the menus and stuff, the content seems like it hasn't really changed like. There's, I think, one new villain sector now with uh, the Hulk, right? The the maestro. There's one new villain sector. And then in terms of like Kate the- Kate Bishop um, didn't come with a new villain though, right? 
new villain sector. She did not. Although I think coming soon before Black Panther, the lady who took over for Modoc is going to be a villain in between that time coming soon. Okay. But they still haven't like you were talking about last episode we were on together. The the big layers, the final the final end oh, yeah, game the, dungeons. The secret stuff. labs or cloning yeah. labs or whatever they call them. They're still a couple months out. It's like that you promised us that like two weeks after the game came out. Were they on the roadmap though? They are on the roadmap now. Okay. Uh yeah, we'll see what they I know they are they're adding patrols, I guess. Um it's a new mission type, yeah. Where you can literally just wander around the city and you know random stuff will pop up to do. Which is cool. I mean, whenever we're doing a mission, I would always, you know, anytime a mission popped up, I'd run off and do it. So right. I guess it's cool that that can be like the final objective is literally just that. Um, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, they could definitely win me back. I, could def- I can definitely see myself playing the game more, but it's, I just don't have faith in them right now. <laughs> I think that's the thing that sucks most about the Avengers is at its core being these heroes is fun, but there's no content to really let them do their thing. Single player mode, which I think everybody says single player mode's great. It's really the multiplayer mode that they really have to, to work on or the games of service mode that they don't really have a good handle on that at all. Mm. Yeah. But is what it is. I'm excited. They're not giving up on it, <laughs> but like you said, it's Avengers. So they, I mean, they can't, and it'll never completely die. Probably. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Like, we'll see. <laughs> did you watch uh, the whole Square conference or event? I did watch some of the stuff that popped up that was interesting to me. I read about everything. Nothing really was too interesting to me. I was a little I was a little disappointed in what they brought up. The battle royale Final Fantasy game was interesting. I, I do want to see more of that. Huh. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they really showed gameplay of it. Uh. Project Athia got titled. I thought that looked like an interesting game. Yes. Project Athia looked good when they first announced. That was on the PlayStation 5 initial announcement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now it's got a different title, which I can't remember. Forspoken. Yeah. That looks really good. Uh, the the bear monster looks really creepy. That yeah. They showed. I'm, I'm excited for that. Got to see a little bit of Outriders, which was nice. <laughs> I mean, we know it's coming. I know I'm going to play it. Yeah. I've already played it now, so just give me the game. <laughs> have we Have we talked about that coming to Game Pass? No, we have not. So that's pretty that's pretty neat. That's huge. Let's talk about Game Pass. What else what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> that is something else I was going to bring up is uh, that's a huge get for Microsoft to, like right on the the cusp of having gotten Bethesda. It's like here's all this Bethesda stuff for free. Oh, and by the way, you think we're done. Now this big AAA title that's probably the first AAA title in months that people really want is coming out Game Pass. Yeah, it's it's a very, very big guy. I, I wonder how that happened or when that decision was made. I feel like it must have been very recently. I, I feel like that. See, I was wondering the same thing because I thought it was actually before then. It might, it might have been in the works because the demo goes really well. Everybody loves the demo. So you have all these people that are probably going to get your game. I was thinking maybe early on in development, they were like, no one's going to want this freaking game. Let's just let Xbox have it. I don't know. Because like... um the the thing that threw me is we saw you know probably seven minutes of outriders at the square conference Mm -hmm. and i thought it was very interesting that at the end of it 
there's no mention of it coming to Game Pass. There is no cross branding with Microsoft there. Oh right, yep. like th- there was no you. I just expected like a Game Pass splash card or something, because that's a pretty, that's a pretty big thing. Um, <laughs> but for them not to mention it, either a they want to, they don't want to risk losing sales, <laughs> <laughs> or it was like a last minute thing that like they just didn't have time to get into the conference i mean i think it was announced a few days before but um i don't know how long things like that take to to put into motion oh i don't know either um so yeah i'm 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 interested when that decision was made but it to me it makes sense because for as much as i've been into outriders it's definitely not like a game that people have been waiting for you know Mm -hmm. i feel like the demo was great for them for exposure a lot of people have seemed like they're kind of getting interested in it because of that but before the demo like i feel like it was a game that was really going under the radar for you know at least what i heard at, like through the grapevine of the zeitgeist <laughs> the, the grapevine. <laughs> uh, it definitely was i mean if it was they had to have paid a lot of money for that then if it was after the demo with the kind of uptick in interest i don't know i mean if it, if it was a last minute decision I'm sure Outriders says, okay, we've had this demo out for two weeks. We see the pre-order numbers. Microsoft sees the pre-order numbers. Fuck it. Let's, let's take them up on this and let, I'm sure Microsoft reached out to them to put it on Game Pass, right? I'm, oh, I'm, that's like, what right, I'm thinking. 100%. Yeah. So maybe, you know, they see the pre-order numbers. They see it there. And even with the demo and all the positive hype, they're still not there on Xbox maybe. And they say, you know, you know, it's 25% of the systems on the market. Let's, Let's make some money, you know? Yeah. Um, who knows? And it, it really just legitimizes Game Pass even more, though. I mean, not that it's not already, but to see a major third-party title come day and date is uh, is very big for them. Very big. No, I think it's, it's definitely hard to, even if you already own a PlayStation 5, not look at an Xbox and think, if I had the money, absolutely, or I'm going to save up for it. Or if you're still thinking about, if you still have trouble finding both systems, Bethesda and this is now kind of like, maybe I should just get all this free stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, I work with, you know, a couple people who are like pretty big gamers and they're all on the PlayStation side of things. And they're all, at least two of them are just like, I think I've got to get, you know, a series S now or a, a series X, at least a series S. Right. Um, yeah. Just to have access to all these games, like between Bethesda and now like, they're all excited for Outriders too. And now it's like, I'm playing it for free over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, that's, that's insane. Like, I mean, we, we game share. So one of us was dry. You probably, you were going to drop the 60 bucks on that. Yep. But now it's, it's just, we have it. And that's awesome. Yeah. I might even still buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it, It also could be a good thing in terms of, you know, Outriders saying, maybe we want people to get the base game because we have all this dlc planned for it do they i'm still confused by their dlc i know the service aspect or whatever it is their end game content sounds like it's going to take as long if not longer than playing the main game uh based on that video i saw which is cool so at least there's content for a long time with this game but they've made it sound like what's in the box is the game right that's what i keep reading so i don't get what people keep talking about all this post game like I look at DLC it in terms of or, like adding or DLC expansions paid, yeah. or, but, or in-game events or all that stuff. Like I can't I, see in-game events or anything. I just, that's a live service thing. As someone who's been very <laughs> blind to this game until, you know, 
playing the demo right. and, the, and then i read a little bit of it after like i just i'm very confused as to why everyone's like comparing this game to a destiny like as far as like their game model oh right versus it seems to me more like a borderlands even though they've already said on on top of that like if the game does well we'll do dlc but right now there's no plans for it right so like i, I just don't I don't know. I'm just confused by the, I guess people are just so like used to expecting the games of service model now that I feel like maybe expectations aren't going to be met the way uh, people hope the way people are expecting. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like there's going to be so much stuff in this game that I don't think you need it to be a live service where you are continually adding more stuff, you know, two, three weeks, four weeks off the bat. But I think, july august maybe they'll announce a dlc i think you can wait until then to have more stuff without writers just like a dlc though or is it like a content patch is it all it's all paid dlc you think I, i'm just i i like i i i would imagine it would all be paid dlc personally because otherwise i think that would be, then be them becoming a games of service model which they've said they aren't yeah i'm i'm, I'm interested to see how it all shakes out i'm just going in with <laughs> all i know is i like the gameplay and i'm just gonna enjoy the game from there <laughs> the game's fun i i really like that demo i should probably play more of it before the game comes out did you see uh rumors that and I'm, it's just rumors and it's probably just rumors it seems like it should just be rumors <laughs> but uh ubisoft's you play thing getting potentially added to game pass i did see that yeah again probably just a rumor i feel like there has to be a rumor that's just too much <laughs> well they've already but, got ea but yeah, the other thing is EA isn't day and date with their first party titles. I'm pretty sure the Ubisoft connect or whatever the Ubisoft calls their thing. I'm pretty sure if you pay for that, you get Ubisoft titles day and date. I think so. Well, EA is all, if you get the ultimate edition of it, which I don't think is available for consoles yet, you do get day and date, but that's not included in game. Pass. But that's not included in game pass. Right. But Ubisoft hasn't even tried out there. Yeah, I, I'd be weird if. Well, they they did announce it was going to be a channel on Luna. Luna, yeah. But I don't think it's even it's not on Stadia, the other streaming platform, and it's not on PlayStation or Xbox yet. So I would imagine they'd want to give it a try before they. You mean give it, it to Xbox like independently? Yeah, hmm. but also maybe EA Play is doing so well on Game Pass that they're like, shit, why not? I guess it all depends on what they. What Microsoft's willing to pay them. But uh, I know that Microsoft's thinking about buying Discord. Yeah, I saw that too. That's a ridiculous. That's just like gobbling everything up. <laughs> do you think they'd be using Discord for like their gaming? Or do you think that's just like a, a Microsoft? Is, do you think that's an Xbox acquisition, is acquisition or a Microsoft acquisition? I think it works better as a Microsoft acquisition. I mean, they tried Mixer and it didn't work. I mean, I can't see them going, oh, we got Discord, so now we can integrate Discord into all our Xbox oh, Well, things. I mean, Discord and Mixer are very different things. I get but... that, but I don't know if it's still a community feature. I mean, it is cool to have more community features, though. I do miss going on the... Um... Well, do you think they'd even just replace their, you know, their party chat services with Discord? Well, for party chats and stuff? I mean, that's what Discord is. It's chat rooms. Might as well. Powered by Discord and stuff like that. Just use the same software. Me, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't r really know. Like, it doesn't seem like Microsoft's party chat system is really well. Like the audio quality is really good. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So I can't really see Discord being a good acquisition for the gaming aspect of it. But, you know, for like the community aspect of it and then for just Microsoft as a whole, like for, you know, if the world is going to more like online interaction and interaction o- over, you know, you know, in-person stuff with between the pandemic and the natural progression into future tech. Yeah, becoming <laughs> the people from Wally. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see it being a good acquisition there. I just don't know how you monetize it. And I don't really know what you. Uh, I don't know. Do that. <laughs> I've always wondered how Discord is monetized to begin with. How, how, how does Discord make money? I think there's a service called like Discord Plus or Discord Nitro or I think it's Nitro. Nitro sounds um, familiar. Where you can like pay for like higher quality audio. And I think they might give you like some free games and stuff, but I might be making that up. I know at one point they tried to add, ha- launch their own like uh steam service didn't they like way back oh i don't know Discord? about that, that i, don't I think know. so i'm not a big pc guy so i don't interesting i feel I'll like I, remember hearing that. I know alex has a uh, discord channel and stuff like that he uses it all the time mm-hmm. um so i guess it'd be cool if xbox like non-pc games had something similar to that you know being able to just be there and then you know connecting with you on your xbox just over the phone and stuff like that yeah does, i guess it, that'd be neat. does xbox currently have a discord app they don't I don't, I didn't think so. It's only the uh, party chat right now. So, I mean, that's cool. But you used to be able to use Skype on Xbox one. Yes. Um, and you could do that in the background while playing games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm surprised that they don't have that same functionality with the discord app, but I don't know. Maybe coming soon. (laughs) But no, that's all really cool. Yeah. Um, all the stuff coming out of Microsoft is pretty neat. Yeah. Last thing is they, they're changing the name of Xbox live to xbox network yeah um but xbox live gold still exists so i'm confused by the whole naming conventions or what they're trying to go for there as much as we've been touting xbox this whole episode i think both you and i can agree that xbox is not good at naming anything no they're they're not great (laughs) at it they're gonna give i mean i guess xbox network makes sense because you have game pass you have xbox live you have you know whatever the discord meet might end up becoming and this could all be leading up to that does Xbox Live Silver still exist or is that gone away? I think that's gone away. I think it's just gold. So either so if you have if basically if you're not a gold account, you're a silver account, they just don't call it silver anymore. Yeah. Okay. I guess it makes sense to like separate the functionality of Xbox Live versus your base features on the Xbox, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't I don't quite understand it. But so you're, like, you're on the network. But you don't have a specific subset. You could also have live. You can also have Game Pass. You can also have Xbox Discord or whatever they're going to call it. Um, you can have all these different things. Probably is what they're going to end up doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's that was that was a more weird one. Like I kind of got it because if Xbox Live and Xbox Live Gold are different things, I don't know what the difference is, <laughs> uh, and that just confuses me. So I, I get changing whatever Xbox Live is to Xbox Networks and just as like a general phrase. Yeah, but maybe then they start calling Xbox Live Gold just Xbox Live. That's what I would imagine. Or, I mean, if there's no other thing, or if they're trying to do away with Xbox Live in general, because I mean, I know they're trying to like price people out of it to get them to go to Game Pass, right? Like that's why up, they up the the cost of it. Yeah, recently but is Game Pass part of Gold? If you no, if you're an Xbox Ultimate member, you get Game Pass and and live and live. But if you're just Game Pass, you don't have live as well. No, right? Okay, but 
you that's can, what I thought. You can still go online. You can still use Xbox network services to go online and play with other people and, and stuff. No, not play with other people, but to download just games download stuff yeah. through the internet, which I guess is why it gets confusing when you start talking about Xbox live as their online it, component. It's all really confusing now because <laughs> you don't have Xbox live anymore. Gold. Mm-hmm. But you have, re- and you don't have game pass ultimate. You just have game pass. Are you only able to play online because we game share? Um, I don't have Game Pass or Gold. You do. So it's all because you share the thing. Mike, I've been leeching off you for years. <laughs> just keep, okay. Just keep paying for your membership. How <laughs> <laughs> it rolled over, Dave. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you if you have Game Pass but not Game Pass Ultimate, you cannot use the online component of those games. Okay. Interesting. But you can still obviously use the Xbox store. Yeah, yeah, to get stuff. It's what you used to you used to need a silver membership to use the store. Yes. Um, so I guess that's I guess it makes I you know what after we're talking about this for a few, <laughs> I'm in favor of calling it Xbox Network. It's just you have to make sure people it's easy to realize you're not talking about Xbox Live Gold, you're just talking about Xbox. Online in general. Online in general. Yes. Until you until they eventually rename xCloud, which is still in beta and not an official title. <laughs> to xbox live and then shit gets funky (laughs) (sighs) still waiting to be able to play my xbox on my phone still you can on my iphone did they have the the browser beta thing yet you can remote play your xbox on your iphone right now right yeah but i can't go on the cloud yet i can't play over the service no there's uh x cloud is not there but remote play is yeah but you can't connect a xbox series s controller to your iphone even though it says it connects, it doesn't actually, none of the inputs actually work. Oh, really? <laughs> so you have to use an Xbox One controller, which does work. So I don't get why that's, I'm assuming that's on Apple's side of it, but it's, it's frustrating. on Apple's side of it. <laughs> it's pretty frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all I had to bring up to uh, the podcast today. Okay. <laughs> hey. I, I just, I just work here, man. <laughs> I don't come to these things with, <laughs> outlines anymore mike i did that twice <laughs> was there anything from you, the you ubisoft tell me what you want to talk about and i talk about it well we kind of went off on the outriders thing was there anything from the ubisoft conference other than it that you was liked? square you uh, son the, of a bitch <laughs> was there anything from the square conference that you wanted to talk about or you liked? i'm gonna check this for the edit <laughs> um no nothing that i remember um yeah i remember Athia being like cool. okay which one was cool Project Athia for spoken. Oh yeah, um, and I love me some Outriders, so I'm excited for that. But that's where I'm at. Yeah, I didn't even watch the Outriders thing. I was just like, I've I've seen enough of the game at this point. I don't want to be spoiled. It's kind of like when we were at PAX and everybody was in line to play Final Fantasy VII. It was like, it's next month, little <laughs> thirty days. Just wait. <laughs> yep. And in this case, we're what next week, right? Twenty fourth. Outriders, April second. April second. All right. Next Friday. Next. Wait. Whenever it is, I don't know. (laughs) Soon. I think it's April or is April fourth? I thought it was April first, but April fourth also sounds right. I don't know. Outriders. It's April first. April first. April first. Which is a Thursday. April Fool's Day. It's a Thursday, right? Man, I don't know days. But yes, it's a Thursday. That's weird. 
Yeah. Games are usually Tuesdays. Tuesdays or Fridays. Yeah. Depending on the game. Yeah. Weird. Maybe they just really wanted to be on that first. Or maybe the game just won't come out and they'll be like April Fools. So anyway, yeah. That's all we got for this episode. So as usual, stay safe and keep on gaming. <laughs>